Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Hi, thanks for joining me. This is Dr. Fred. You're listening to another episode of Study, Grow, Know. This one's called Be Encouraged. Praise God. I don't want to be perceived as a harbinger of bad news, yet this is what society is consistently doling out, where there is really little good news remaining. The left is seeing to that. However, as difficult as it may be, we should all look beyond the growing mess to realize that God's word speaks to all of it. This in and of itself should be confirmation for us that God's word is true and that nothing can hinder his purposes. This is the best form of encouragement because it pushes us to spiritually see what we cannot physically see. Now, in spite of the facts this article lays out with respect to the world's downward trajectory and ultimate judgment by God, there is a great deal to be encouraged about. Now, to be transparent, I do not find it easy to praise the Lord in all things. I know that's what I need to do, But by nature, I tend to look at life as a glass half empty. And to that extent, I am controlled by my own perspective. And in essence, we all are, in fact. It really is the way it works for all of us. A tendency toward negativism is a difficult thing to overcome, to push beyond it so that my outlook actually shifts to align with where God would have it be. It's it's kind of like forcing myself to exercise when I have zero desire to do so. Now, I know exercise is good for me, but my body puts up resistance. I have to force it. It's the same with the way I see life at times. I know what the Bible says. I see things coming to pass, and I need to force myself to look beyond to see God's purposes in them. The constant stream of lies and or ignoring the truth takes its toll, though. Over the past few years, there have been major attempts to hide the truth regarding CV. It's just one example. That hidden truth is now rising to the surface. Now, of course, people who tried to voice the truth since the beginning were censored. So the truth about COVID, its origins, the jabs, and the problems with the spike protein were all hidden from the general public. The lockdowns and jab mandates were based on lies as well. Social distancing, mask wearing, the jab, and generally avoiding human contact was said to be truths that would eliminate the pandemic. Because much is still ignored, I find myself dealing with frustration or even anger at all the lies the public has been told and is still being told. Now, when discovered, those who lied want to, they want the rest of us just, oh, forgive and forget. That's what they say. Well, they've been lying from the beginning and they continue lying. We were and are expected to just simply believe the lies. But the harm done by the CV jab is tallying up as well and will soon get to a point where it can no longer be denied, though the fact checkers, quote unquote, will do what they can to mitigate the truth or nuance it, explain it away. For now, damage and death is still being denied. The spike protein, it turns out, is a toxin in the human body. 
And I've got links, by the way, for a lot of the stuff I mentioned in the uh, transcript. Yet they now plan on injecting cows with mRNA, and they've already be been doing this with pigs, apparently. The mRNA jab is also coming to veterinary medicine for companion animals. So you'll want to check with your veterinarian to find out if they have it and if they're using it. But aside from all lies related to COVID, one of the other biggest things happening throughout society right now is the tremendous push for the LGBTQIA plus in your face transvestite rights, along with the grooming of children via drag queen shows. Again, all of this based on lies, not happy to simply be allowed to promote themselves as whatever they choose to identify as today. They are forcing the world to see them as normal. And if not accepted as such, oh, there will be violence. Why can't transvestites simply live and let live? They pretend that their lives are in danger, and they say they live in fear. So this is the alleged reason for some of the mass shootings, like the recent one at a private Christian school in Nashville, I take it. Now, of course, there are pastors who have also jumped on the LGBTQIA plus bandwagon unabashedly and also denigrate God's word at the same time. I've got links in the transcript. Yes, I'm referring to you, Andy Stanley. Guys like Stanley tend to be so nuanced because they try hard to hide their lies. But in the end, they are snakes and deceivers. Satan is the king of nuance. Now, anytime a pastor has to be carefully nuanced, that pastor is likely hiding something behind a show of intellectualism. And I'm not talking about pastors who get up and say, I want to be clear, and then they're clear. I'm talking about these people who are in the pulpit, who are so nuanced, and they use crafty words to try and hide their real meaning so that it can be taken in a number of ways. That's what I'm talking about. I'm actually a bit shocked at how things have occurred so quickly, because try as I might a few years ago, I couldn't see how globalists would bring this about in America. It all began, though, with the CV lockdown. You remember from before the 15 days to slow the spread that turned into a few years? Oh, and they're still pushing aspects of it through fear-based programming. You remember all that? That had never been done before, the lockdowns. And it created a severe lock in many levels of society. A lockdown creating a lack, especially to the supply chain. Not to mention all the deaths because people couldn't see their doctors for normal things they were experiencing like cancer treatments and things like that. We'll segue a few years later and we're still trying to dig out. But the world is turning their collective backs on the USA because they don't trust our leadership anymore. Nations are coming together to create their own currencies and totally bypass the U.S. dollar. Now, obviously, this will ultimately destroy the financial foundation of this particular nation, the USA. And add to this that major corporations are actually being somewhat blackmailed by having a CEI or a corporate equality index held over their heads and things don't look too good at all in America or in the world. The CEI has five areas used to grade a corporation, which translates to really their social credit score. First, workforce protections. Two, 
inclusive benefits. Three, supporting an inclusive culture. Four, corporate social responsibility. Five, responsible citizens or citizenship. Now, I've got an image that I, I borrowed from Absolute Truth from the Word of God blog site, and it highlights each one of those and explains it a little bit more clearly so you can you can look at that if you'd like. Any company that does not buckle under loses millions of dollars through its HRC, the Human Rights Campaign, because HRC is, quote, backed by hedge funds such as BlackRock and Vanguard, the top shareholders of most Americans' publicly traded corporations. And failure to advance the woke agenda would lead to these companies pulling their funds from Nike, Anheuser-Busch, and other major companies, unquote. You know, it's always about the money. Always about the money. Unfortunately, interesting note here for Anheuser-Busch, they reportedly just lost $3 billion because of a backlash against drag queen Mulvaney, Dylan Mulvaney, and the commercial that he, she was in touting Bud Light. One good thing is, I guess I'll see fewer Bud Light beer cans tossed on the road where we live, but I wonder which beer the drivers will switch to now if they're dumping Anheuser-Busch. Well, years ago, corporations simply created product that consumers could buy if they so desired. But now the push is on to turn all corporations into purveyors of social purpose in order to add weight to the left's agenda. Hence, corporations are now in the position of dictating to Americans what we're going to eat, what we'll drive, what we'll accept, and even what we're to think, all based on climate change and equity. This is designed to squeeze authentic Christians and political conservatives, either accept the new social paradigm or face the backlash and consequences. You know, it's amazing because Babylon has literally come out of the closet and is in society's face. Globalists smugly dare the world to just try to push back against it. Well, as Christians, do we need to be concerned about it? A quick glance at scripture tells us that Jesus didn't hesitate to tell his disciples and the apostles what would happen to them at the end of the age prior to his physical return. He didn't sugarcoat it, nor did he hold back that information. He didn't want them to dwell on it or live in fear of it, but he clearly wanted them and ultimately us to be aware of what would occur. Matthew 24, 4 through 8, and also verse 25. Now, regarding what we can do about it, we can do something. We can refuse to play their game. We can boycott companies, but obviously we cannot boycott all companies. We can find ways to remove ourselves from the system as much as we can, knowing we still need to buy necessities to live. Use cash as often as possible. Create contacts with other community members who have goods you can use. Try bartering. I'm sorry, by the way, for my phone beeping at the background here. I thought I had turned it off, but I guess not. Well, try bartering. I'm sorry to say that life will become darker as we move forward. That's a given. That's a promise. It's going to happen. Yet there remains peace that we Christians can have through our trust in him. It may take some work on our part, people like me, to get to that point, but we must put in the effort. What's the alternative? Well, then remember, on the other side of this growing darkness 
is light. First John 1 5, and God is that light. I recently took 24 minutes to watch an animated short. It's called Beyond the Reset. I've got a link to it in the transcript, and it highlights the growing darkness in the world. It speaks volumes, though there is zero dialogue. Unfortunately, it presents no hope, and for most of global society, there is no hope. The only real hope is in Christ and eternal life that comes from him. As Christians, we know that. I think the creator of this particular animated short did a remarkable job infusing it with reality, even with the facial expressions of the animated characters. It's very dystopian, really holds out little hope because it's done from a pragmatic perspective about the path society is traveling. So Christians, though, have tremendous hope, not because it's based on how we feel about things, but it's based on the resurrection of Jesus, a resurrection just celebrated this past Sunday. Because he lives, we not only can face tomorrow, but we can face today and every other day. We know that when our life here is over on this planet, we continue on in the very presence of our Lord who bought us with his blood. Now, the world can't offer anything even remotely close to that. There is only one risen Savior. That's it. And it is Jesus. Now, as far as globalists are concerned, the in-process great reset that they're pushing and gloating about and talking about, well, it's merely their term for what is actually coming to this world, a major global financial depression as well as imprisonment without bars, the only ones who will truly benefit from it are those who endorse it and embrace it. And usually those people, I'm talking about the people who are way up on top of the food chain. Soon, it's going to feel really weird to be straight as opposed to homosexual or especially transvestite. So if you're not one of those categories and you're straight, it's going to feel weird. That's the way society is becoming. The weirder people become in society, the more they will be celebrated. This, too, is part of the meaning of Romans 1. When people get to the lowest common denominator highlighted in that chapter, Romans 1, for all intents and purposes, there's no turning back. And in fact, things will simply worsen. One thing I just rediscovered that helps focus my mind where it should be is music, Christian music and even high-quality, smooth jazz-style music. Uplifting. Now, I'm referring to these songs in Christian music that are essentially portions of Scripture put to music. Maranatha music and others. Smooth jazz, as I mentioned, is also good for me because I'm a musician, I'm a drummer, I play the piano. I love uplifting music. My heart actually breathed easier when I remind myself of the beauty of God's creation and how uplifting music can be and play such an important part in that. It's just amazing. Now, of course, the most uplifting thing Christians can do is read, study, and even memorize his word. But songs that take scripture and put the words to music make it even easier to memorize his words. Sing it aloud. Raise your voice in song to God. He will relieve you of the emotional baggage we all carry because of the darkness that's enveloping this world. Now, I've included 
in the transcript, one particular one uh, that hopefully will get you started with the lyrics taken from Exodus 15, 18, Psalm 24, 14, Psalm 89, 13, 14, Psalm 136, 1, Psalm 147, Isaiah 40, 28 to 31, John 1, 29 to 32, 1 Timothy 1, 1. All the verses, all the lyrics in here are taken from those particular sections of scripture. And I encourage you to listen to it. It's called Everlasting God, and it's from Maranatha, their praise band. Now, may each of you, as Christians, do whatever you can, whatever it takes to draw closer to him. Ultimately, that begins with getting to know him by reading his word, as I mentioned. But may he cover you with his wings in protection from the world's abject insanity. This is what happens when demons control the way people think and act. May we rise above it and keep our eyes solidly on him. I thank you for joining me today. And until we meet again, I pray that God will open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective.